Oh, yo, welcome to Post Week. Uh, you are sitting here with Mal. Hello and hey there, this is Moises. Reed, how are you feeling about everything, Reed? I'm good. It's good? Yes. The screen's good for you? Uh, yeah, it's good. It's, I can no longer see it, so <laughs> I don't have to worry. Um, yeah. So this is Post Tweak, um, what will hopefully become a series of discussions, um, I don't know, from queer and gay men in the lovely, enchanted, enchanted city of Denver. Um, really about, I, you know, what I, I said was... Uh, de- Debunking the myth of the gay death. Oh, yes. I like that. Is that too dramatic? I mean, it's a little dramatic, but I'm always here for drama, girl. Because I wasn't sure, like, if you hoes were really going to... The word gay death is pretty dramatic. It is? Yeah. Yeah, talk... I I actually... Well, I was telling Mia that I didn't... (laughs) Do you not believe in gay death, or what? Well, no. So I was was on the bus, and um, there was a a sign on the bus that said... (laughs) It's like a photo of the bus, and it was like, no longer the loser cruiser. And I was like, oh no, like the loser cruiser, because I love the bus and right. all the time, and I never considered even that word. And even the word loser cruiser or gay death kind of just makes you sad. sad that some people feel that way. But I don't feel that after you never after you're 25, you just like. Oh yeah, well that's part of the question is when when have you been told that gay death is. I feel like I was told it was 25, but I feel in my heart it's really around 27. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel especially in my... That's pretty arbitrary. <laughs> Why? Arbitrary? Well, 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 okay, anyway, let's go on. Somebody told it you that depends on genetics, too, because some of us can turn a smooth 27, 28 and still pass for, like, a smooth 25. Not smooth, but at least 25. I mean, some of us have uh, an ancestral legacy of uh, <laughs> aging very well. <laughs> Truth. So, so yeah, so I think there's you know a lot what, of... Though, you actually age well for a white guy. How old are you? 30. You're 30? Yeah. You, you have good, really good skin. Thank you. Yeah, it's looking great. But does that matter? <laughs> How well you age? Yeah, because yes. that's what we're talking about. Doesn't, doesn't it matter? So I mean, if we're you, talking... But, okay, so let's back up. and So the superficiality of gay death, right? So let's first acknowledge that before we I dive like into... I must start like Tumblr. Be, you must start with a Tumblr. I cannot let us... I cannot let us dive into, like, wretchedness without acknowledging okay, yeah, the okay. hideousness of the, like, But okay, the I guess, like, what I'm talking about is maybe, like, the functionality of it. So mm. I was talking to, um, last week my, a friend was over, um, mm-hmm. and it was really, I mean, it was a conversation I'd be having with him that we had, it kind of started this whole post-swing thing, but it was like, um... What happens to gay men, like, after 25, 26? I feel like I never see them anymore. Like, they disappear into the heavens or, or whatever. I feel like you see, like, young gay men, like, teens, early 20s um, to light mid-20s. And then I never, and then, like, the, what I see in society or in the culture, in the community, um, I don't see any other gay men, like, in mass anywhere in spaces, right? Do you think they couple up? And I think that's part just, of like, it. Go in their apartment. I mean, that's. I feel like that's what the narrative says. Now, I have yet to see this coupling thing in action. Besides you, girls. <laughs> well, no, and, well, and and I think that I think that's a big piece of it, right? Too. Like I think around you couple and disappear. Right. Like for some reason, there's um, this belief around like the the clubs and and the bars are for like the single girls and only the single girls, and. And in some ways, I guess I can see that. But in, the, yeah. in a lot of other ways, I'm like, no, sometimes I just want to hang out with my queens and, like, dance it up and feel comfortable. But I do have to maybe say, that's just me. Sometimes, like, straight friends, though, are the ones that couple up more. And I think that that might be because they're, like, strictly monogamous. Oh. And that might be 
case. So much with within our community. For me, though, for me, though, when I go out, I feel like I see like um, the reason why that wasn't the point you were trying to make. (laughs) No, but 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 it relates. Okay, so confessionals. The reason why I don't go out when y'all you guys are texting me anymore is I feel like I go out and it's a bunch of kids. It's like always a bunch of, which is, I mean, like, fine party. I feel like for me, partying is about who you roll with. Yeah. But when I go out, I feel like it's a bunch of, like, young, it's about all these young, which is fine, but a bunch of young cats in there. It's about all, I'm in there with a bunch of 22, 22, 24 year olds who all, like, have not mastered the art of, like, drinking and doing drugs in public very well. <laughs> um, but I go there's all these, like, young ones or, like, you know, men who are 50 plus who are there, like, doing what they do and I, I just always feel like a, like alone in terms of like where or somebody who is you know 30 like I don't feel like my peers are there and so mm-hmm. when I'm there like mingling it's kind of my, I'm talking to like children who are asking me dumb questions um, and so I'm like so to me I feel like shit there is a gay death because I'm sitting there like you know the 30 year olds where do you find them no yeah and I I, I, mm-hmm. I, yeah, that's, yeah. I definitely I don't, I don't know where you find the 30 year olds besides the internet no, I think that's a big question. Well, and and I think recently I've had to sort of confront this thing, right? Where around sort of like the age piece where I'm like looking around the bar and I'm like, oh, everyone else is like maybe like five to seven or eight years <laughs> younger than me, um, which is part of aging or what have you. And I think there is, it definitely is awkward when folks are engaging and having conversations and those pieces, but I think the the one thing that I have to remind myself of is like, oh wait, at one point I was that queen, <laughs> um, and was maybe not the like most savvy. I'm not mad at them for no, being like, no, twenty two no. or twenty or twenty five or whatever. I'm not angry. Like you do, you're doing not. you. Um, I just don't want to do you. No, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Not. Well, and so for me, it's very much like I'm glad that you're here, and that this club is like popping enough that like you all seem to care about it and I'm happy to be here as well um but um but like at a distance right like I'm not trying to sleep with y'all like I'm not trying to like get in with y'all when we have started having conversations it gets really like deep and I'm like okay no let's keep this simple I'm here you're here just in community. You don't want to have deep conversations with Twinkie guys at clubs <laughs> <laughs> Despite <laughs> what my history has looked like, no, Ooh, I'm kidding. Let's talk about patterns. Um, well, no, because often it's they've led themselves to some pretty horrendous conversations. Um, but, but at the, I mean, it's. Mm, so I mean, to, to, to boil it back, I guess. Yeah, like, let's. Are you saying? I guess, like, are we saying gay death is a real thing or not a real thing? We know that it's superficial, you know, the idea, but I'm just talking about, like, functionally. Um, I would say, functionally, I feel like there is a gay death in that um, when I'm out and about in the city, and I mean, maybe it's really a conversation about, like, what is a gay community, because it tends to just be the club. Right. Um, in a lot of spaces and places. Um, most of the ones that I've been to. No, like, I think gay community seems to be defined by the club. Like, that has historically been kind of, like, our the place in which we can congregate mm-hmm. um, outside of the politics of, like, outness, wherever you are in that kind of scale. Sometimes it's a Richter scale, but that scale. But I think the club seems to be the place where we kind of, you know, it's out gays, young gays, old gays, you know, big gays, tall gays, thin gays, fat gays. Oh, Dr. Uh, Seuss gays. You know, <laughs> straight gays, gay straights. Gays, trades, you know, <laughs> yes. visiting for the weekend while the wife's away. Ooh, yeah. I'm making humor everybody. No, it yeah. tend to be like, 
I hate to use the word safe space, but it kind of like our sanctuary, the no. place where we were able to kind of like commune and be ourselves with ourselves as True. ourselves. Yeah, and I, I also think it's kind of a place to be outside of um, uh, like a very heteronormative culture. And I and kind of maybe why you call it the gay death, or maybe why it might resonate with me, is that like that's a space that you have when you're like in your early twenties. But then when you get older, like what's left is just living in not a suburban home, but like the kind of like stereotypical like you get you couple up or not couple up. I don't want to say mm-hmm. that again. I know like, it is. You find a, a beautiful white man. You get matching sobs and you adopt a child that is not the ethnicity of you or your partner. So what I'm saying though is that which outside, actually sounds like a beautiful life. <laughs> is it though? <laughs> but, For the but, child. Um, but it's 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 um, more liberating to question society in a gay club than it is. And then kind of when you when you don't have that anymore, then it's. We say that again. It's more what? It's more liberating to in a gay club to question society. I think sometimes it's you're just you're among your people and you're drinking and you're dancing, and when you don't have that anymore, then it's. it's I feel like I I feel hard. like I don't have that anymore. You need to find that place. in that like, um, and not the club like gave me life. I'm definitely a. I mean, I know I'm definitely a unique person um, in terms of my life, and you know its path. Um, and my face of liberation therein. Um, but for me, um, I think it came with age. It was just like, you go to the club, it's fine. This club is the club. You know what I mean? Um, but it, it became, I began to see myself as like one of these things, not like the other. I think as the older I got. And, you know, guys, I'm not hideous by any means of the imagination. Um, not at all. Uh, but, no, because it, 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 it just, I, I found myself I'm not... i said that because we were both giving him nods. <laughs> like, the people can't Non-verbals that. don't work on podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't trust compliments from my friends because your friends will tell you anything. You know, you, oh. can, you can go out wearing a hippo suit. You'll be like, oh, my God, you look great. I love this new well, look. Well, hear this. I don't have ugly friends, so... <laughs> Uh, but I found myself in the club like no longer I mean like I think like my ability to find peers mm-hmm. in the club was diminishing um, and so that's beginning where I, where I come this piece around like what happens you know like to gay men after 26 or whatever and my pieces that kind of like I guess I'll go here like sometimes I feel like a failure to the gay narrative in that you know you're 30 and it's like you know you don't think so dumb you said you're 19 like I ain't gonna be 30 in a club, you know? So I actually had an agreement with my ex-boyfriend from college that if we were both single by the time we turned 30, that we would, it was, it, it, that we would anyway get back together, which we didn't. But it's such bullshit. It is, <laughs> right, because when you're a young person and, like, the gay community has told you that, like, well, and let's also, so... Well, the thing about it, though, is, like, what do you, like, so... What did I think? And was you going, 30, what did I like, think life 40? was going to be like when I was thirty? Or what did exactly I think, like? What did I think I was supposed to be doing when I was thirty? That like right. I needed to but, be like, oh, I need it's time. Do but you I think we have to inherently like acknowledge the narrative that is like playing in the background of that idea, right? Of the of that of that like the life journey of a person. Exactly. Is that oh at at you know my I'm in college like twenty like your mid twenties you're supposed to find your like. Gem, your plus one, you're supposed to spend the rest of your life with. I mean, that's the hetero horny normative. And he's like, the one who right? did, though. Well, well even that's though that's he's free, it, okay. it, it's <laughs> it is what it is. But, um, but I think that, and I think that that's something that 
that I've that I've honestly like worked to sort of reject, right? And I've had to really deal with when I look around at all my peers, particularly my straight peers, and and the majority of them are married. The majority of them are thinking about kids, if not already have kids. And and I'm like, am I doing something wrong? And I'm like, oh no, wait, I'm not. Like I'm fine. I don't need to like fulfill. And not that it's you know I don't feel pressure from them or what have you. But I but. But just to say that I can acknowledge that the pressure from even within our own community exists um, to sort of fulfill this journey of like life, right? Like playing the fucking board game. Like, oh, at this point, yeah, I should be, like, I, I like, should be here. But like, what do you do though? Because Ugh. over it, I realized this thing. Realizing, um, and I feel so like non-black referencing friends right now. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I loved that show when I was a kid. But I feel like in the show Friends, I am Phoebe. Okay. <laughs> I am Phoebe. I mean, I definitely have a more s- s- solid job than she did. <laughs> True. But I'm definitely. I feel like I am Phoebe. Uh, in that, I battle because like I'm the friend who's like thirty, um, thirty in a couple weeks. Yeah. Um, oh, you finally admit. <laughs> I mean, what's good, bro? Yeah. 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 What's good? You want right, to continue? Sorry. Um, no, 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 no. But you know, I'm, I'm thirty in like two weeks, um, and. I yeah I'm 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 gay dead, so I go to the club and I just do not relate to these. But here's my question. Also, 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 you know, I'm a young professional. I live alone in my apartment with a cat and like 26 houseplants. And when I'm 26, I actually have 37. I also live alone in an apartment (laughs) with a plant. I am not partnered, you know, at all. And so I I I definitely feel like a certain like. in terms of that narrative that, yeah, you find your thing, you become, like, the stylish gay at you're 27 with your partner, you get the sobs, you adopt your Chinese daughter or your, like, Haitian son or whatever. You come on, let's be real. Let's That's be true. real. That's true. All of our successful lesbian friends adopt a child. And many a gay brother. Yeah, increasingly. <laughs> um, and so I'm not doing single-parent adoption, that whole thing. So I do... Um, it's, it's a real... I'm not saying I lose sleep over it, but it's a real thing. I, I do have to think about it. Because you know when you go, when you when you when you meet the gays, you you know you you display your life. You know it's like oh oh you're still. I think there's the impression that I'm like some you know I'm just out here whoring and just uh, promiscuating myself out and I'm just out here doing the meth and sleeping with twinks and you're like no 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 no. Oh yeah. The narrative it just didn't doesn't fit well. The plan just it didn't work for me. And so I had to begin to look at other options for what my life would be. Well, and the funny part for me, at least, is to say in the same way that hasn't worked for for hundreds and millions of people historically, right? This like this like archaic ass narrative around like getting married and like it it works for some folks. Amen to y'all. I'm glad it happens. Yeah, monogamy, blah blah blah. The rest, marriage, blah blah blah. (laughs) Right, like (laughs) so you know if it works for you, you both are monogamous. I'm not monogamous. Well, you're not. We can no. talk about definitions of that at a later <laughs> point, but I, it, it, it is one of these things because, so, though it's different, I think I have felt similar sort of like contention with, with, with other gay men, um, particularly around this question of like marriage, right? So I've been in a relationship for eight years and when I tell people that they're like, but you're not, you're, wait, you don't own a, where's your child? 
Where's your, where's uh, your Subaru? What? <laughs> oh, you we have a Subaru. Shut up. <laughs> um, um, but so, so it, Wait, it, it, what kind of, it's not Subaru. We it is a Subaru. It is a um, <laughs> They're reliable cool vehicles. Thank you, Subaru. Um, but you guys do have a dog, though. We do have a dog. Um, but, like, not mar- and people are just sort of, like, so, like, taken aback by that. And But it just leads to so many other questions around, like, well, why is that not so? And, you know, amen for gay marriage. Yay, hello. Yes, I'm here. Do you feel gay dead or gay alive? I um, feel very much alive. Tell why. Um, I don't know if, I don't know if, if the podcast wants that much time for me. Oh, we do. No. Oh, well, while you think. No, no, we do. Shoot. No. Um. Because uh, you're still exploring. You're still kind of just, it, like, you're still, like, feeling love from people. but and, Still and fresh. Love, but you're just, it, it's just, you're questioning. And, like, you, you're never going to figure out what, like, the correct path is going to be. But, like, you're like, oh, this is this is shitty. <laughs> like, this is great. And, like, it's, I choose this. It's, no, but, like... That's fine, like, to be discontent and then to be just way more happy with a situation that's not, like, having kids in, like, the Highlands. <laughs> and if that's what makes you happy, I think no, that's great. No, Stapleton, Stapleton, Stapleton. Gapleton, Gapleton, or Gaylery. How do you say Gaylowry? They say Gaylery? I don't know, but there's a bunch of gays in Lowry. I don't care. But, um, and, and I think... I th- uh, so here I feel gay alive but I want to say something first so in thinking about sort of like the club scene and going out in that world this is just something that's been sort of a prey on my mind I think we've been asking the wrong question mm. in that I don't so this isn't a question it's a statement <laughs> in that I don't feel like the the scene has grown with us right or there's options for us as it has grown and some of this has to do with the like twink centric um culture of our community and the way that it always been is like focus on the young people who are, you are talking drinking about lots like denver or you're talking about like denver national. denver denver okay. but it, i mean it, oh, i'm yeah, sure there's is, some themes nationally this is, that apply. Of, this is the shrine of the twink out here baby <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and so for me like as i've been aging and i'm like trying to go out and do things i'm like wow they're really not playing music that I want to hear, and most of the time I want to hear some of the shit that like, dude. Bruh, I'm a, I'm a 30 year old gay man, you mean to tell me this city with all these queens in this city, right, there's no club playing actually house music? I know. Yeah, I know, it's, it's outrageous. It's devastating. <laughs> all I hear is like straight women yelling about their vaginas in the club, I'm sorry. These no, anthems, bro. Yeah, like, I'm like, over anyway. it. And then meanwhile I'll go to towns like Chicago and there's one whole club dedicated to house music. And they do like a, a Sunday night Chicago. Game of Thrones. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but it's Chicago house, anyway. <laughs> I mean, layers, layers, right? Layers. But so I just, so I have to think about sort of the, and as I see sort of new bars close, or bars close and new bars open, I really have to ask myself, like, how are they selling relevant to, to the demographic that lives in the city? Um, and that's not my fault that they're not able to do that. Um, and so maybe this is all just one excuse for me to, for me to feel better about... I don't, know, about the like, clubs. I, don't, I don't know anything about numbers, but, are, but I just know so many, because um, clearly I know everybody in the city. No, um, I know so many uh, gay men or queer men or <laughs> MSMs, however you want to do it. Oh, God. 
<laughs> Let me not bring my day job into this. Um, <laughs> but I know so many gay men who like don't do the gay scene because they don't feel like it is for them. Um, it's not one, it's not two. I know. It's an. It's a. I, I was talking to my friend who was here, and we were doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, what happens? Game in twenty six, they just like disappear, become trees, and then like come out when they're 50 and they want like a young boy or something like is that this is like what happens to them do we disappear um and so in that i would say and you didn't answer the question i'm cutting you off but like i i refuse to die i, don't I refuse like, to be dead i sorry. don't feel ooh. i refuse to be dead i'm sorry but, can, yeah. but continue what you were saying no no no. i actually like that answer a lot um because i wonder if it's, i i feel gay dead by definition of the gay mm. death um, I don't feel like a dead person. You know, I'm. No, so yeah, exactly. else you know, my life it. is like I just I just yelled about how I'm like trying to like all these things. I'm trying to keep up with my own self. Um, I, I feel alive as a person, as a human being, definitely. Um, where I gain like inspiration and power and energy, like that's very full and overflowing. Like I said, I'm trying to keep up with myself um, these days. But in terms of my relationality and to like the gay community or the gay expectancy, I feel absolutely dead. Because mm-hmm. I, I don't, I, just, I, I feel like I don't have, I feel alone. I don't see my peers, I don't see my, um, I don't see my, my peers, my comrades, mm-hmm. my brothers, you know, like out know, yeah. um, in spaces. And so I'm still, I'm trying to re- renegotiate what is a gay space and what is a gay community. So I feel gay dead by Ooh. definition, but like in my life, I feel not at all dead. Right, 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 and I have friends with like lots of gay men in my same age group or whatever, and we do things together, but we don't do like. I, what right. does it say? I hate to be like one of those. I'm not into the scene. I hate those queens, but like we don't do the gay things, and like we all struggle with like this piece around like, um, as out gay men wanting to like be in community and be in solidarity and feel affirmed by the presence of you know ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, in in other bodies, but also too knowing that like when we go to gay spaces, it's just we also feel alone, and that's I mean that's Ooh. my that's my thing. And I, I don't know if I sound like dramatic or whatever. No, or, no, because I feel that feeling as well. Like there's so many times that I've walked into a gay bar, even if I'm you know shielded by like three layers of friends, right? And I'm like, wow, I still feel like incredibly alone. I. It, it, and just the way that other people are looking at me, the way that people interact with me or not interacting with me, I don't, like, I don't. Go I, on, sorry. So yeah, so I, I def, that like definitely resonates with me as sort of like an experience that I every time I walk into a gay bar, like I'm always like, what is this gonna look like? Like, how am I gonna feel? And if I, I mean, I literally, and that's why I feel like I honestly have to create those layers of protection mm. in terms of like, well, I need to be, I need to ride three friends deep. Um, because one of the, one of the girls is going to go talk to so-and-so and like, who am I going to be left with? Like, it's, it's a terrible strategy, but it's really about surviving was, the gay club. I was going to say that I kind of never, I would, like, I've never felt the opposite of that in the gay club. <laughs> so I've never felt like super comfortable. Mm. And, and like, and whenever I kind of think about like being young and being inside of like, being in JRs or, or like, um, Ooh, history. Um, history. JRs, history. you definitely are post-tweet kind of you History, girl, yes. Um, tracks. That, like, I never... <laughs> <laughs> wow, girl, wow. Called well, the factory like, of dreams. That's yeah. how yeah. <laughs> you really Ooh, get dream. some credit. Yeah, but, but, I went to dreams um, too many times. Yeah, 16 but, plus Thursday night. Uh, you always, sometimes when you go in those... I remember when you would go into, like, 
JR Sirbar, you put on like a, a face, like a, like, oh. I don't give a fuck face. Hey. I'm here. <laughs> right. And, and yeah, it, it, I never felt like, like, I'm home when I walked inside. My yeah. people, <laughs> like, oh my God, I've suffered through all this homophobia just to find the glory of like acceptance. Right. You and instead of like, love. oh girl, you got love handles, <laughs> your hair's a mess. And when I was a kid, you were, you're not wearing Abercrombie. And I was like, what? <laughs> um, yeah. So, you know. <sighs> the gay bars. So, um. That's what's nice about post drink, actually, is that you know it's not like a meat market. Like that it's not a, a cruising place. I guess they were the question we're like just it's too much for some people. <laughs> <laughs> Are we I mean like we're just it's like too much. Is that is that my like that's really what comes down to my like my philosophy around the I mean clubs are. just aren't ready for me. And aren't serving me and our demographic. Because really it's about me at the end of the day. <laughs> like Oh god. If I thought something a nineteen year old say. Um Well the question is like I felt like when I said like we're we like we're fighting against the notion of the gay death and Reed said that is gay death actually real? Like, are we saying gay death is real or it's not real? I feel like it's a lie we've been arcu- Yeah, I feel like it's something that people from the outside... I mean, from when I was 17, I knew what gay death was. Mm-hmm. And, and the age has changed over... over from, from 17 forward, the age of gay death has been redefined... Like three or what, four times. What was it when you were 17? Oh, yeah. when I was 17, it was like 23. 23? Yes, girl, because you, you were like... You're not even getting bad to You were fresh enough to drink. You were like just never. fresh enough to drink and clearly like already like old enough to yeah, good. be a mess. Oh, maybe, you were... Maybe, that means you were somebody, a twink, actually, maybe, twink. Wait, maybe... I mean, I was at the Factory of Dreams when I was 16 years old, so let's... Okay. Right, maybe for the <laughs> But doing this for a long time. <laughs> Now on tracks. Um, on tracks. No, 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 no. Dreams is real because like the um, the colored night yeah. was, oh, was Club Dream. Oh okay. god. When they, you know, uh, played, you know, when they invited the blacks and Latinos and played music, they, you I, know, and, and they had eight oh eight drums and you know, handy, you know, those days were good. Uh, <laughs> that's, they were. <laughs> I mean, it's a fucked up name too. It's like uh, it was a beautiful dream at first, then it became a nightmare. Anyways, yeah. really. oh, I was going to say that it's very telling that that. Your seventeen-year-old gay death is like someone. Someone who's twenty-three is someone I would probably never hook up with now. Inc. Oh, so is, is that it because you're about old? Like your dating age range. I have no is age. gay death like I'm, well, actually I'm just a projection like, oh, of your how high are. you're you're willing to date? Ooh. Well, no, I'm just well. well I think no, no, no. Because let me tell you, I think <laughs> these, these young ones, um, they. Uh, <clears throat> A, on the internet, I you know, I can't. You know, I've a download the relationship to all the apps. Um, but the young one loves to message you saying, Daddy, I'm all like, you fucking stupid child. Oh, You're blocked. Um, oh, but they, uh, I found that the young ones tend to like... Uh, yeah, I'm not. I will be, be like you. Because do what know, their culture you do that? know that I'm 31. What has their culture? I'm going to remind you that I'm 31. They're like, absolutely, I know exactly. Let's go. What has no, their culture just, taught them? You want a man who has a job, 
money. I'm not, I'm I'm not, not talking shit, boy. Go a place home. on his yeah. own. Of course, they're coming after us. I'm not talking about someone. Oh, sorry. Someone. I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I completely never took your point. Did that get confessional? Yeah, anyway. I had a comment. <laughs> anyway, but... um, uh, that <laughs> Reed, you're a people of color. You gotta be a little louder, bro. <laughs> just jump just in. Soft-spoken. I'll just be right next to the microphone. No, that I wouldn't like just because you're on Tinder and somebody like who's into people that are older finds you. It doesn't mean that I want to date that person. I'm just saying that somebody who's 23 from like the 17 to 23 spectrum of like dateability. Part of that is illegal. Apparently. <laughs> Part of that is illegal. Apparently, I would. I, I wouldn't. But yeah. Anyway, I. The, the thought of dating Don't say apparently so generally when you're talking about your life. Anyway. What are you saying? Do yeah, you, what are... What do you like him young or do you not, boy? No, what I'm saying, though, is that I wouldn't want to date someone who's younger. And mm. I'm saying that it probably shifts with your maturity because... Yeah, my, no, you know what my, my, my thing is? No, no, here, no, I'm going to tell you. We can cut. I'm going to co-sign that one. I w- will not. Under 27 is, for me, is a turn off. Um... Absolute turn off is absolute no. Um, unless you're super interesting and I just forget the fact. That, but no, but under 27, like, I, I won't. Only because, you know, like, I, well, I think I just said I'm 31. Like, and, and I do not have questions hmm. about what I'm interested in. I don't have questions. I'm not questioning my preferences. I'm not questioning things that I've done a little bit and want to do more. I'm not hmm. questioning myself, what I like. What I'm into, I don't... These aren't questions for me. But there are um, plenty at 28, 29, 30-year-olds. Um, they're not experiments for me. Mm-hmm. And I find that in general, those under 27, are though they're still questions or they're still looking to cross things off their list or see if they like them or not. Mm-hmm. And for me, like, I'm not... Like, when I say, this is me, this is, this is, this is me, this is my life, this is what I'm in, into, these are things that I'm really comfortable around... Those aren't questions. Oh, yeah. They're not experiments. Yeah. They're not let me try and see if I likes. They're, this is what it is. And I, I find... have that list of things. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm a human being, so there's still things. Right. There's still yeah. girls, but, um, but I'm saying, like, no, uh, you, want, you want me to go here? No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying, I'm sure. I mean, I got to... When I say, like, sexually, this is what I'm, this is what I, I'm mm-hmm. into... It's not like a, a drag. It's not a perfect. It's not a like forest. <laughs> so when you get over here <laughs> yes. and we get down to it's time to get down, like and you like flip up on me and, and, and oh, change yeah. and say one thing but you really said something else, I'm saying like I don't have time for that. That's true. See, when I said the things and we did this negotiation piece, I'm talking about hooking up, I was not lying, I was not pretending, I was not putting in a show for you. I was serious. So when you said you said I, I took you seriously and you weren't get out of my house. Um, or just kind of things like when I say like, hey, I'm a race, I'm a very active person, da-da-da-da, um, I do this, this, and that, uh, I'm serious. So when I say like, we need to make an appointment to hang out, like I need you to, like it's, it's not a joke. Right. I'm not trying to be cute, it's not a technique. No, exactly. Uh, I'm serious, or like, here are my values, I'm I value busy. this, I value right. that, it's important to me. It's not a, it's not a lie, it's not a performance, it's not an experiment, I'm not trying to, it's not a technique, it's not a dating technique. I'm not being coy. I'm not trying right. to like set up a test for you. I'm serious. And so I find that like those, and I'm not dogging those folks out who are in that space. Um, I feel like that age group, naturally so, I'm they're, in they're, they're, they're college in a summer break place of, um, of, of discovery. 
in a higher place mm-hmm. of um, figuring out what their, what their definitions are. As someone who's over 27, um, a lot of what I consider baseline things mm-hmm. have been kind of ironed out or there's less, when I proclaim them, it means exactly that. They're my proclamations. Right. They're not like experiments for me. Mm-hmm. And so that, for me, that's why I can't F with the under 27-year-olds. Yeah, there's a, even like so. Regardless of how like mature somebody might be, there's so many life experiences that you have between like being 20 and 27 mm. that 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 person is just gonna be like somebody who's 20 20 is just it's it's really hard for them to be at the same level as somebody who's 27. And I don't expect you to. You know what right. I mean? Like I don't expect you at 22 to like. No, yeah, be yourself, discover yourself. Like, I don't want to... The one reason why I don't want to date someone who's, like, 23 is just because, like, they need to... They don't need to be, like, I am and have, like, houseplants and a cat. <laughs> they... They... They don't want to be, like, no, an no, age role model. age as a homosexual, I would expect you to demonstrate your ability to nurture whether it's through a plant or a cat or something. They needed to discover themselves. Yeah. Well, I guess for me it's all very contextual. I'm like, well, if you're like 24... There's going to be like some 20-year-old who's going to be like, houseplants and a cat. That's all I need. (laughs) (laughs) Done! The measure of success! You're like, hi, how's it going? Thanks, Reed! We set this bar pretty low because you can get a and a cat for under $50. Exactly. So... <laughs> For me, this is all very much contextual, and I don't know if I mean my house is nice. <laughs> I mean, I have, I have, I have ranges and but we're both sweet. like, do you rent or do you own? But I'm like, if I'm just trying to have like a good time with someone, like an evening, yeah, well, with a gentleman, with a hairless. <laughs> <laughs> who is over the age of 21 okay that revealing numbers this is natural I don't shave I'm and maybe and so maybe actually this is like a deeper shade than anything else is because I'm like okay well I'm willing to do this but it's not going to be any deeper um, than what is being provided in the bedroom um, they annoy me in the bedroom <laughs> sorry I'm, this is so horrible <laughs> I mean not to say I mean I've definitely had when it comes to like the Quality of sex I've had, which is like a shitty political thing to talk about. But why is that so political? I mean, it's not shitty, but like you know, you never want to like rate people. Um, I'll say it for you. Um, for me, um, some of the younger people I've had sex with have been really bad. Of course, my best sexual my in terms of when I look at like my best. When sex- I was younger and having sex, I was really bad. If I catalog my whole entire sexual you know now, I've learned. If I can't like my whole entire sexual career, my best sexual patterns, I would say the majority of them are people over the age of like 35. Mm. To be absolutely, we take all things into consideration. For me, it's, um, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I, seriously. And, seriously. I, and, I agree with, and I agree with you both. There's a degree of comfortability. Um, sensuality. And sensuality. I, I think also in terms of this... I'm going to say this word, but I don't mean it in the, like, top-bottom way. Like, versatility, too, in that, like, folks are so comfortable to to be able to, like, I don't know, even change sort of the energy within the moment, within the session, right? Like, oh, oh, right now I can feel really, like, like, aggressive and, like, dominant. Oh, now I'm feeling just kind of, like, intimate and passionate. And, like, whereas when I've hooked up with people who have... I, it's not been good and it has often been younger folks 
um, it's always been sort of the same emotional or like energy, like trajectory, like this very much like, oh, yep, this is where we're at. This is what we're doing. Opposed to sort of like the confidence and maturity spectrum. Right. That offers some variety and variance to and be like, oh, I can be really, I can be really, how you show up sexually. I can be really confident. Oh, you like this. Yeah, exactly. Even within (laughs) one session, whether that be like an hour long to four, like, that, that I could show that I that I don't just have sex in like this one four hours of sex. <laughs> Why are you laughing? We all make choices. Why are you laughing at that? <laughs> oh, I, was, I was laughing at myself. <laughs> I don't understand how that's a laughing matter. That's a beautiful. It's probably the best recovery ever. <laughs> I have no idea what just happened here. Um, he said he was laughing at himself. All right. Anyway, but I don't know if he's laughing at the fact that no. But yeah. So anyways. What about dating though? Do you feel, what about your dating life? You when you were in your twinkhood versus now. Uh, um, By the way, I feel like twinkhood. I missed it. What am I? I was a nerdy. Um, I was a nerd art scene dude, so I did. I didn't really do I it. I feel like I can still fake it. So. So when I was when I was um, twenty two, I was dating a guy who was super mature and, and very put together and twenty five. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so grown. Um, Anyway, we dated for a while, like briefly, like a month, and then he broke up with me, and I was really sad, and my roommate, who was like 30, or t- probably, like, probably 27, <laughs> in my like 22-year-old eyes, um, she was like, you know, I just kind of date, I, I date more casually now, and it's a lot better for me to not get so fucking invested in Is that about person. the expectation thing? Yes, yeah. it's part of it. I it's mean, like, oh, you have to, you have to, like, right, like, you have to find it. It's, it's always within the future of thinking about a monogamous relationship that I will marry this person and spend the rest of my life with. And babies. And have babies with. Um, as a girl. <laughs> as a girl. I'm about totally a girl. Um, <laughs> honestly, on the outside of that is somebody who is 31 and lives with a, a cat and lots of plants. Plants are dank. <laughs> I think I just want to talk about gay death because um, I feel I think I never thought about it until I become until I became or, and, and, until I began to feel gay dead in relation to the community and the expectations. Uh, my personal life, like I said, I don't feel that way, but um, no, I, in I, relational. And so I guess, like for me, like I feel like post twink or just gathering with you all was kind of like maybe a larger step towards like kind of fighting against that notion or because I just meet so many men who weren't dead gay men but dead by definition of the community Um, men who were smart intelligent involved super absolutely involved in a lot of things who weren't like that's why I knew they they weren't dead but to the narrative they were they were visible I imagine if you go into if you if you go in by yourself to a club and and oh people don't talk to you when you're by yourself in a club nobody trusts you and you're, you're, you're definitely dead then so if you could just... Especially if you're old like me. <laughs> no one's trying to talk to you then. Um, you're, you're, of, you're a hairless Latin boy. They all want to talk to you. I was going to say, I've talked to plenty of people when they're alone clubs just to be friendly and nice and to have nice conversations and it's always ended poorly because they don't think that I just want to be friends. You talk... Okay, and well, can we talk about another like, episode? Making friends and being gay—it's complicated. Another episode: making friends when you're black with the gays, because even more complicated. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gay bars are 
treacherous. But it's it's nice. Scenes. It's nice if you were. Kind of you're very devoted to gay bars, though, and that's I feel like I like hanging out with you because yeah. I feel like. Hanging out with you, I have to go to gay bars, and so I think it's an active. I mean, <laughs> but I feel like it's an active way for me to challenge my like, oh hell no thing around like mm-hmm. the gay staples of community. Um, sometimes I regret it, but um, sometimes like it's. Well, I like. I think maybe that's one of the the challenges. I think hanging out with you, but I, what's one of the things that I I like a lot because I have to push outside of a comfortable narrative that I have that's like mm-hmm. fuck the gays you know what I mean mm-hmm. and so I have to actively like get over that oh yeah well and I feel like I have to do that same work when I go to certain bars right like so I allow certain establishments a little more leeway I mean not to not to say that I'm not experiencing the same degree of shittiness across the board but I feel like that I, I allow certain bars a little more leeway but when I go to other bars there is definitely this like coaching moment um, around like alright so you're gonna walk into this bar you are ready for this. Coaching you yourself? Grow- yeah, to be like, don't let these queens like make you feel bad. Don't blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, and just like, listen to Beyonce. Do you know what gives but me life? I'm going to go to Charlie's and line dancing time. Ooh, we're going to skip that. Um, <laughs> do, you, do, do you know what gives me time. life, though, is um, I think like when I'm in the gay bar and like all the politics that we can discuss for 99 years and the way how the ways in which gay men treat each other and um, the value that we place around each other and like who gets to have currency um, in the kind of market that is the gay, that is, mm-hmm. you know, gay men's world and that kind of piece and how much power you have and in what ways you have power, yada, yada, we can do that for days. Yeah. But what gives me life, though, is to be out and, like, see, like, a gay man where queenie, drag queen, like, you know, uh, super subby, femme bottom, whatever, whatever, uh, another another gay queer man in there, like, having a really fucking good time. I mean, like, from, no, his, exactly. like, in his spirit yes. is glowing. It don't matter how drunk he is or not, but when their spirit is happy, I'm like, yeah. I mean, I just feel no, like yes. it, it, it gives me, like, I like, it gives me life and hope and, like, um, I don't know. Like, I love it. Like, I love to see. Like, I mean, politics are what they are. That's that, that, that's just part of being in a society and being a grouping. But I just, I always want to see gay men happy when I go out. And so, if I can see one gay man just like living it up, and I'm all like, you know, because like to me, that's like fighting the gay death. And I mean, exactly. and I mean that in relational to like heterosexuals and the kind of heterosexual pressure that we face. That says that we're nothing. That says that we're debased. That says that we should go away. That says that we're deviant. Mm-hmm. That says that you know we're only here for a good time between you know one a.m. and seven a.m. Maybe the gay death is the end of the spirit of like the gay spirit. Ooh. It's not, but you just have to make. You have to fight it. You have to fight it. You have to fight the like. Dogs. They just speak louder. <laughs> <laughs> so in that in, in that no. realm, so many dogs in this neighborhood said your grandma. <laughs> that is true. Um, they all have two over here. Everybody oh, has two yeah. dogs over People here. People with their dogs in their neighborhood. Well, yeah. okay. In that in, in that gay death and the gay spirit, I just want to. Um, can we do the thing, or you want to? No, you want. Oh yeah, more. let's do a thing. Okay. Right. Um, yeah. I guess my question to you all is, um, and we can continue on, but it's like there's. Years ago, I saw this, I think, on Twitter or, like, maybe Jack or something, but three questions. Um, what do you love? What are you reading? And what makes you come? So, read. 
What do you love? What are you reading? And what makes you come? Since my boyfriend isn't going to watch this, I think I actually love Well, nobody's movie. gonna watch it because it's a podcast, Fuck baby. Fuck it. <laughs> um, Fuck it. Let's see. Do you want me to go first? No, I'll go. Okay. Um, I love my polyamorous boyfriend. Oh. Um, who lives in Boulder in a co op. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Um, I'm reading Fluent Python. Because I need to stop being wistful about uh, what I study and think more about getting a job after I graduated from school. Hmm. And what else? What's the last one? What makes you come? What makes As literal come? or figurative as you want to answer that question. Sorry, I made a noise. That Hopefully not that noise. Oh, the thing. Maybe you like that. Oh, okay. Not to yuck your yum, but get your... Um, <laughs> um, I would say... <laughs> what makes me come? Unprotected sex, unfortunately, instead of sex with condoms. <laughs> because you and everyone else, girl. I know, Aiden. That's, I've, I've been on the hunt for good condoms. Anyway, well, keep on. You do know that I have luxury condoms here. Sorry, oh, I do. I have luxury condoms here. I well, I'll, I'll find luxury. I'm sure they are luxury. <laughs> I know. I'll I'll I'll, I'll, I'll let you um, if you no, want them. But, but, Experience um, the lux. But I, I think that that's kind of. <laughs> we should we should have a podcast on condoms. We should. Ooh! Yeah. Oh my god! Let's do the next one like, on condoms. Maybe and, not the next one because it's very like. like Typical for us. And, and how that affects everything. Yeah. That would be extremely oh, useful. Okay. We no. can do that. Yeah. Like three out. Three hours. We just get, no, like three out. Yeah. You also we have, have to like temper the like. We kind of deal with that workforce people, so people yeah. expect us to talk about. Yeah, but I'm sure they give like Durex condoms. <laughs> <or some shit. laughs> Nobody likes Durex. No one does. Okay. Uh, uh, that's no. a very literal answer. Sorry. No, that was great. No, no. Um, thank you for your I actually think it's dope that you know because one thing I want to do with this conversation is have a different type of conversation about sex that we're going to be able to talk uh, about um, honesty. Yeah, honesty or whatever. And so <laughs> I actually think it's dope that you. I think we're courageous enough. I think in this era, um, even in this post prep era and all the prep politics and yada yada yada, to say that. So I think it's dope, um, Mo. What about you? Okay. Um, what What do you love? What are you reading? And what <sighs> makes you come? What do I love? Um, right now, I am loving... <sighs> you're, you're a lot of sighing. Do you really love it? Um, <laughs> you can love to hate things, too. Mm, easier. No. Um, okay, so I'm loving to hate Facebook right now. Oh, yeah. I went through a training love it. where I spent like a whole two and a half hours learning about how to use Facebook better, and I in, still hate it. In 2016, mind you. In 2016, and I still hate it. You should hate it more in 2016 than in like 2009. Oh, I do. <laughs> it's it's growing almost exponentially, but I'm 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 going to do an experiment with Facebook where I where I do it actively. And like fight their algorithms for maybe a month, and I'll do it. Uh, but I'm still loving hating them. 
Um, something I'm reading right now, I pulled it up because I read it earlier today and I was like, oh, this feels good. Um, so, um, this guy named Gabe Gonzalez wrote, um, and animated or either partnered with a guy who animated. It's just like a quick list on, um, eight truths, eight truths about being a gay Latino. And there's just like a couple points that like resonated with me. Well, no, it's just like eight points. And then he describes like what that actually means. Um, or give us like two or something. Okay, so I'll give you one. So being exotic, being exotified because of your ra- because of your heritage, um, and he kind of goes in about like people calling him Poppy. Um, what's making me come? Um, I'm gonna do more figuratively, um, laughing at the shit show that is known as the Trump Ooh. campaign. Oh yeah. He can't make yeah. good choices. Can't pick good people. And just is this fucking. It's a mess. The polls, everything else. There's no bail. There's no hole that. There's no what you dig up with a shovel. There's no shovel that could dig dig him out of this hole. 